Yo, uh, yo, fishing bro is always so much fun, especially ice fishing, ice fishing and Neptune, amazing, how many, how many fish we catch man, like, three billion, three billion fish bro, and there's still enough for the ecosystem <laughs> to keep surviving, however, aquatics, not aquatics, um, however the ocean works man, hey guys, it's your host, Victor Eddy. Some call me Yeti, but you know that already. And welcome to Neptune's Cavern. I am here with our guest of the day, Michelle. Michelle, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How You're are doing you? doing good? I'm doing good, even better now that we're recording. <laughs> so, what is our topic today? Today, we're talking about the erogenous zones. Oh. <laughs> but uh, not in a sexual way, but like how the erogenous zones affect the fashion industry. Mm. The theory of the shifting erogenous zones is basically, it applies to women's fashion and how women have different parts of the body that are considered erotic for certain periods of time. And so they reveal those parts of the body until it no longer excites the opposite sex. Mm. Like they've seen it so many times that it's like... So on to the next. Mm. So like when we were wearing corsets and stuff, it was like our boobs. And then it was like... And then, then, then during the flapper times, it was our, like our legs, like knees down. So... Mm -hmm. Anyways, I wanted your opinion on this because I think it's really interesting. So, do you think men have erogenous zones? Mm, I actually don't know. Because, like, when I think about, like, it definitely is very prevalent when, like, you think about it in, like, the women's sphere, right? Like, breasts, um, legs. Like, there's so many different um, examples uh, in the past and even today. Um, it's hard to say for, like, men because like men for a good amount of society at least modern society are like fully clothed like almost all the time except you know high fashion and so on but like on the everyday level we're fully clothed and we're never we don't really ex like there's no pieces of clothing that expose a certain part like on purpose besides functionality we have shorts but shorts aren't really like to reveal our like legs or calves it's like we wear it to play ball or we wear it for soccer or something, you know what I mean? So it's hard to say, at least what do you think? So with this theory, it's not like you have to physically reveal it mm -hmm. for it to be an erogenous zone. It could literally be like something that brings attention to that part of the body. Mm. So for example, men do have erogenous zones. Oh really? Yeah. So it used to be feet. Men's feet. Our feet. Yeah. Our feet. <laughs> so, because, so basically, back in like the Black Plague, the Black Death. Mm, yeah. At that time, men would wear like really long shoes because big feet meant <laughs> big, big sausage, big, big appendages schlong. on different parts of the body. <laughs> Okay. That was around since then. Mm. So back then it was feet. 
Mm. And okay, so then yeah, the attire not necessarily shows the feet, but actually like just um puts more emphasis on it by being bigger or being yeah just the false proportions. Yeah. So do you think like today, men have erogenous zones? Mm. Like it doesn't even necessarily have to be like overly sexual. Mm -hmm. But like, is there any part of the male body that like you show off? Um, I know that for a lot of guys, um, like. The chests are a big focus for us nowadays. Um, people are kind of like stepping away from the whole six pack scene because not only do people see that it's like, even if you achieve it, if you don't keep that lifestyle that you needed to get it, you're it's gonna go away super quickly, right? Um, and it's not even like worth it really because you can barely see it when you put on a t-shirt So I know for a lot of guys, it's really just the chest you get the chest really big You put on a t-shirt and you look freaking nice, right? So um, Not to say that we expose it all the time or we wear like shirts that like have <laughs> Like the chest part cut out or something, but it's like you can kind of see the outline out of it and um, It just it makes you look bigger even if your arms are small or your legs are small or whatever, having like kind of the outline of the chest, like, um, like, you know how armor, like, for example, you've seen Roman armor before, right? No. Maybe? No? It's where like the armor has like the outline of like, oh, no, wait, yeah, 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 yeah no, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So seeing that part, it almost gives you kind of like that battle ready kind of look. So I feel like that might like, at least from, from um, of all the ones I know I don't really know any erogenous zones, but that one I can I know for a fact is one that like men really focus on. Like even the dad bod, you can have like a giant gut, but like a lot of dads still have like that hard chest. Yeah, yeah. but like it really doesn't affect male fashion the way women's erogenous zones affect women's fashion. Because mm -hmm. like you don't see men walking around with like backless tops and like low cut t-shirts yeah. and like crop tops and stuff yeah. but with women we can show our backs we can show our boobs we can show our legs it's literally mm -hmm. so yeah I how think do that's you a bit. feel about erogenous zones originally it so basically the theory was um they came up with a theory at a time when women had to show body their bodies to get a husband Mm. But now it's like women don't necessarily need to attract a mate, but we still show our skin because it's a form of self-empowerment. Mm. But like the fashion industry has made female sexual sexuality like such a big part of everything. Mm -hmm. But it's like not the same as men. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even in like uniforms and stuff. Like, have you seen um, women's football uniforms? Women's football uniforms? I haven't. They wear booty shorts women's. and sports Oh, like bras. football, uh, like soccer. Football. No, not soccer. Football, what? football. Like American football. American football. Women's American football uniform. Oh, shoot, it's right it here. so funny. Oh, what? Women's American... Are you sure that's real? Yes, it's real. They wear booty shorts and sports bras. American football. Guys, uh, for all our listeners, I'm, I just Google searched it. That was the typing. Uh, and I'm reading, if founded in 2009 and branded as the lingerie football... Oh, wait. Okay, no, that's different. Okay. 
But even the fact that that exists, like lingerie football, that's weird. It's really weird. And it's very common. And I don't think, like, wouldn't that hurt? Like, wouldn't that be painful? Probably. Yeah. What's the point of the helmet? Exactly. (laughs) That's crazy. Like, you get tackled once and it's over. It's game. Yo. (laughs) Dang. Okay. Even, like, volleyball. Oh, yeah. Volleyball is a very good example. Yeah. Like, booty shorts. Like, with men, you don't don't see them in booty shorts. Mm. I mean, theirs is relatively short to the fact to the point where a lot of like not i don't actually don't i don't actually know how uh men in volleyball feel about their uniform but it's like it's it's relatively it like reminds me of uh 90s basketball uniforms you see 90s basketball yeah yeah. it kind of reminds me of that like theirs is still kind of tight but like not nearly as much as like women's volleyball oh Okay, but that's still, like, really normal. Yeah, it's still, like, it's 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 nothing, like, um... Mm, they're not like even crazy. shirtless. Yeah, 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 but, like, yeah, women's volleyball, like, goes crazy. Exactly. It's, like... Because originally... And even, like, the workplace, like, so many, like, uniforms are sexualized. Mm. Like, flight attendants. Yeah. Because originally, women were brought... Were hired as flight attendants because the people who were mainly flying were businessmen mm. and airlines were judged by how attractive their <laughs> flight attendants were mm-hmm. so um they had to like sexualize the uniforms but even though it's changed so much that hasn't necessarily gone away yeah like yeah. F- flight attendants still walk around in heels and like pin skirts and could you imagine like being on a flight for hours on end in, in high heels, heels? yeah and, like, if, like, something were to happen, you'd have to, like, you're supposed to ensure the safety of all the passengers. How are you going to do that in high heels, mm. like, running around in high heels? Surely that's uncomfortable. Yeah. So, even just, um, so would you say, would you say that fashion is the perpetuator of uh, erogenous zones or erogenous zones the perpetuator of fashion? That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> I would say fashion is the perpetuator of erogenous zones. Mm. I think. And at least what led you to that conclusion? Like, you don't need to completely, like, understand why you think that, but, like, just, like, what are, like, the little things that you feel to be true that kind of lead you to that conclusion? Because we're just so used to sexualizing ourselves mm. through our clothing. Yeah. That's really the only way to do it when you're like outside in public or when you're on social media. Mm, It's like like the closest thing to just being naked. Yeah, Mm. because if if I wanted to sexualize myself, I would dress down. Like, that's the the mildest way of sexualizing yourself if you want to empower yourself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. I like, it's interesting the dynamic between men and women because men yeah if we want to sexualize ourselves we wouldn't necessarily dress down what would you do i don't know that's the thing like yeah it it definitely i don't i don't really think it has much to do with dressing just because um 
like most men are terrible at dressing. You either wear a suit or you're looking like you just woke up, right? Like there's, and then like of course there's like uh, men are getting more into fashion uh, where we kind of understand colors and we understand how to like put outfits together and so on, but it's not it's not nearly the same effect as women where like no matter how nice my outfit is it's not necessarily sexualized exactly as where a woman like would there's yeah it's hard it's hard to explain but it's like i just know inside of my head like um if like to sexualize yourself there's a lot more options to women than there are to men like it's hard to wear something that doesn't sexualize you when you're a woman Mm. to be honest like if you sh- show skin that's sexualizing yourself, if you like, if you wear something that's more childlike, mm-hmm. like if you wear more feminine clothing, yeah. you sexualize yourself because that is such a huge part of the male gaze, mm-hmm. like childlike appearances. Right, cancel culture. <laughs> I wanted to speak to you about cancel culture. So basically, like now women dress down not to attract a mate because we don't really rely on getting a husband for financial security. We dress down because it's a form of self-empowerment. Mm-hmm. But with cancel culture and with TikTok and like the t- like to the streets stuff. To the streets. Like the whole to the streets thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, cause back then, if you like showed, if I showed a bit of leg, I'm like, you know, mm. it's sexy. Yeah. But now, if I was like, if I was to go on TikTok and like show a lot of skin, I would, <laughs> the men in my comments would rip me to shreds. Mm. So, what are your opinions on that? Um, I don't know if I'd categorize it as cancel culture. Like, when I think cancel culture, it's more so, like, people are trying to end your career or so on. I don't know. I feel like more more guys, uh, like, of course, you could, you literally could just be a woman existing, and some guy will go out of his way to call you something, right? Like, that's just how the internet and TikTok is. Um, but I feel like more guys, um, group up on women and say like yo to the streets yo she's for the streets or something it's less on like dressing but more on like attitudes or comments and so on you know like if a woman is like yo i'll finesse a man like and i don't even care i'll finesse multiple men like guys are coming after it like yo she's for the streets guys be careful no because that's fair enough because that's like disrespectful mm. but like in like i've seen scenarios where it's like a woman's showing a bit of skin and she's like oh my god you guys i look so good and then the comments mm. would be like the guys would be like no you don't like you were not it yeah. like you thought you did something there but like yeah it's like something about female self-empowerment is just so offensive well i think for for that's um i think that's just the internet for you right like yeah. um you get and that's something that I'm teaching myself to, like, understand. Like, like I, I'm not going to say, like, I'm a perfect guy. I sometimes be on YouTube and I'm watching those YouTubers who are, like, um, 
who are reacting to like some dumb thing some woman said on like this podcast or that podcast where she's saying like yeah freaking uh, i don't believe in prenups or freaking i i don't know just like the dumbest stuff like su- like stuff that would obviously get any man riled up right or she's like oh men are just for money and i'll finesse any guy i want right like they're reacting to that and it's very easy to just tap into that and be like yeah so women are just annoying and mean and hate men and only love money and it's very very easy to tap into that and i have to hold myself accountable like literally there's so many like youtube recommendations and i literally have to like tell myself like yo actually i'm not gonna watch that because i know it's just gonna give me a bad perception of women but a lot of guys don't have that and they'll just be like yo women acting up again yo yo i'm here for that bro and they just keep feeding that so when so they have like this idea of women that like yo like they already have a negative perception of women so they see it on the internet and they see like uh, a woman feeling herself or like she has a fit or whatever and they're like yo bro women ain't crap bro and then they get their internet fingers going right uh and i think it's the same for both sides uh it's just really prevalent with men because like there's a lot of guys out there that genuinely like um have been rubbed the wrong way by like maybe one girl in his middle school right and he's like 26 and he's still holding on to that and he still like feels a certain type of way about women so he sees any girl doing anything and he's like yo you guys are so annoying and you guys you guys you guys are a waste of air and all these different things right and it's easy to think that that's just men but it's really just a small it's a small percentage of guys and it's like that's the thing about the internet you only hear the like most the craziest voices it's it's really hard to go viral when you're you can't go viral if you're the middle ground person you just can't you have to be one of the extremes you have to be calling that side stupid or the other side stupid or this side is that or that or you just have to say the most absurd things to go viral and people are mostly watching the viral stuff so it's like you just think oh man i guess that's what the other side thinks it's like no that's what that freaking far side thinks we all kind of agree on the same thing men and women are not that different in their mindsets of each other it's just the maybe three voices that are super loud and disrespectful to the other side and then all the guys are like oh shoot women just feel this way so at least that's what i think on that like tiktok tiktok part um but like what do you think about it like what were your initial thoughts i don't know because to be fair women's sexuality and like male sexuality and female sexuality is like very different Mm -hmm. but i know for a fact that when that when men are like feeling themselves in the gym 100 percent there will be like a woman or two who will make fun of them Mm -hmm. so i guess it does go both ways but um back to like the female sexuality versus male sexuality like i don't really see like do you think like male uniforms are overly sexualized no 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 not police officers not firefighters oh oh okay when you say uniform i think like just like high school like school uniforms not at all literally they're just every but it's baffling to me that like you look for example like japan's a very good example of like how 
bad it is with the uniform like there's literally a genre like the genre has a name for the fetishization of school girls school girl uniforms right um to the point where they had to make they made a separate subway system for women which is like awesome japan's like really like they're kind of the goats for that they made a separate subway system because they statistically um women have reported that like there is a dramatic drop in um sexual uh sexual harassment that they um are victims of inside of transit when once they've graduated and are wearing like just normal people clothing or just business attire that's mad it's disgusting the fact that you simply just change your clothing and it just it plummets so they one they made a different uh subway system but i think they need to do something about the uniform because even the uniform is a little revealing like you can't sit a certain type of way or there's a certain way that you gotta walk because of how um how short those dresses are those skirts are like they're They're knee length some are knee length like unless maybe they update it i hope they have but like you go like you go like olden day like i i get more of my resources from anime right you go to like olden day anime bro those that crap is short either the animators are freaking weirdos or the school system is weirdos i don't know which one it is all i know is that um uniform or especially school and that's weirder because it's kids right is definitely sexualized over there uh but then for men like here i would say that like work uniform is somewhat sexualized because that's like the embodiment of a man you know you're a officer you're a firefighter you're jacked you're like yo that's a guy right there and like a lot of dads are normally seen uh by their kids or just by i would say because it does start like at a young age where you see your parents inside that work uniform or whatever right and it start it does probably carry on i don't know the complete um psychology behind it because i'm not a psychologist but there is something to be seen there uh where like men put on like uniform and they are at least at the very least desired i'm not a i'm not a woman so i don't know um if it's sexual attraction or whatnot but i know that there is a desire there for like a working man a hundred percent yeah but like Back to what you were saying about anime and stuff. Mm. Like, I've noticed that, like, I get hit on more when I'm dressed more feminine and more childlike. Mm. Like, if I'm wearing, like, those little, like, sundresses and stuff, and I look 12 years old. Well, sundresses are just amazing. (laughs) And a gift from God. But continue. Well, when I look, the younger I look, the more I get hit on. Mm -hmm. Which is, like... Messed up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, like... Again, because, like, even though um, firefighters and soldiers and everything, they're, like, sexualized so much, it doesn't really, like... It's not even close. It doesn't, like, affect their uniform. Like, they don't need to, like... That's a good point, yeah. They don't need to show more skin. Because, mm-hmm. like, if, you were, if I was to work at, like... If I was a flight attendant or if I was, like... E- even, like, in sports, men don't have to show their arms. Mm-hmm. Men don't have to, like, run around shirtless. Mm-hmm. Which I think is completely unfair. 
No, we don't have to run around shirtless and what? And we do. And what? Like volleyball and like women's football. <laughs> no, not shirtless, but like. What? Volleyball, are you watching, bro? <laughs> not shirtless, yeah, but you like. Gotta bring me, we gotta bro. show more skin. Um. Yeah, like. When it comes to. Uh, when it comes to like. I, I think, like, I want to focus on that uh, part where you were saying, um, like, when you dress more childlike, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that, that it, there's something to actually be seen there. And I think that there is a change that needs to be made, especially within, like, the, me- the male sphere, right? Where it's like, why is it that um, these, like, childlike feminine, like, I don't know, appearances are something that are being desired at all, right? And of course, it's no it's no surprise that there are child predators out there. Like, that's nothing new. It hasn't been new for since forever, right? But it's like, even people who aren't, like, aren't, like, child sex offenders or whatever, um, even people who aren't like that, um... Like, there's the common guy who sees, like, something like, like, for example, women, like, using, like, squeaky voices or whatever, right? Even that, like, just your everyday guy hears that and, like, loses his ability to function, right? Like, all <laughs> all common sense goes out the window. And I think there is something to be seen there um, and maybe something that men need to change. Um, I remember... Christy, shout out Christy on our floor. She was talking about how men have a, have like, they have the desire to dominate, uh, control, but also protect all at the same time. We have to look at what is being fetishized and why is it being fetishized and um, if that's healthy. I think that uh, different different desires and wants uh if they're controlled can be like okay or because like i completely understand why like femininity is attractive yeah like that is attractive but like if the child exactly there's a line line. yeah (laughs) like if that child part is like making you go like yo yo like that then we gotta we gotta gotta do something about that you know yeah because like i've met so many guys because like i'm five foot and something about like I've met a lot of guys who like, oh, you're five foot, mm. but like, is that not the height of most twelve year olds? Yeah, because like, and it doesn't sister, help that you're only now legal. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> like my sister, right? She's she's fourteen mm. and she's five foot seven, I think. She's taller than you. Yeah, so like, I don't know. It just says a lot. Mm. Like, why do you like? women who are under five feet Mm. i don't know because like i understand like femininity that's attractive like like small people they're cute Mm -hmm. but like the line there is a line yeah we talked a bit about what the actual problem is 
the fact that there is some some issue that needs to be addressed in some way, shape, or form. Um, what do you think are actual solutions that either the fashion industry can take, or people can take individually, or just like anything that either side of the spectrum, men or women, uh, can do to make a change um, to something that can actually uh, talk like uh, negatively impact how we interact with the other gender. Because one thing that really bothered me was the whole uniform thing. Because mm -hmm. when you make like sexuality, when you make the sexuality of a uniform such a prevalent, this, that isn't even English. Because when you like, so when you sexualize uniforms, you're just mm -hmm. taking away the professionalism and from it, yeah. and you're just demeaning a woman's skill. When yep. you make her uniform, her job, her skill about her sexuality, yep. which I don't like at mm -hmm. all, and I feel like that is one thing that really needs to change. Yeah. Yeah. It almost like disempowers women because it's like that idea, like. Um, I, I was learning inside of my global management class uh, like a huge struggle that women in the workplace feel because they're in a constant lose-lose situation where they, in order to go up inside of the ranks, uh, inside of managerial positions, they do need to have like a dominant, um, su superior, like just like a go-get-it kind of attitude. And that can be easily, like, negatively uh, looked at by coworkers, male and female. And women are often either bullied or um, harassed for, like, just trying too hard. Like, why are you so aggressive? Why are you, like, whatever, right? So there's that side, but then also if they're more docile and just kind of do as told inside the workplace and aren't really trying to make it up, they're then discrim uh, not discriminate against, but like um, they're talked down to by other women. Like, oh man, she's not even trying to be like she's not even trying to make like women greater, trying to get up and like right. Uh, and then men don't take her as seriously where they kind of take her for granted and like she's kind of the lackey or any guy can just do whatever to her, right? Exactly. So it's a constant lose-lose situation. And he was talking about how important it is that we as the next generation going into the workplace really change that mentality. Um, so I really like what you were saying about how it cheapens the skills of a woman if her job is kind of to look nice and pretty right for the rest of the guys who are really doing something in the workplace right like that's such a weird mindset to have um and yeah i actually would agree like change the uniform like i mean maybe have some women inside of the <laughs> inside of the meetings that are actually deciding all these things right yeah. change the uniforms make them look just as professional as men and um no one's there as eye candy yeah, because, like, women's positions are constantly being undermined. Like, if a man comes in and says what he wants, he's assertive, he's confident. Mm -hmm. But if a woman does, though, she's aggressive. Yeah. She's too much. Yeah. So, apart from uniform and the workplace, how else do you think um, uh, erogenous zones are f negatively affecting women? Uh, and then also, how can it be fixed? 
Honestly, it's just society's views on women and female sexuality, which isn't something that can be easily fixed. Mm-hmm. But within the fashion industry, because because I'm not saying that women's clothes should be shouldn't be so sexualized. Because like at the end of the day, women like to sexualize themselves because it is empowering. Mm-hmm. But in certain situations, it's unnecessary, mm-hmm. such as the workplace, such as school uniforms, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. What do you think? Um, I would say that, yeah, like you said, like it's it's a really big thing, and not exactly something that just one person can change. Um, but I do think that, like, uh, like what I'm realizing uh, slowly as I keep learning about different problems is that those problems are normally perpetuated by big brands and big name companies. Um, and can be easily fixed by them as well when it comes to climate change, um, world hunger, uh, all these different things. Like, not to say, like, oh man, you know, I hate corporate America. Nah, bro, I love capitalism. But there are like certain companies that if they actually just tweaked a few things, they'd change, they'd do, be doing a lot for humanity, but it's just not profitable, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I actually, like, not to say that I don't think it can be fixed, but a few companies and a few brands uh, would have to change how they do things. They'd have to decide, okay, maybe I won't put extra padding at the breasts, or maybe I won't, you know, make a nice little, you know, uh, like, maybe I won't make an opening as close to to the teeth as possible, right? Like, all these different things, right? Um... Because you look at a lot of these brands, Calvin Klein, um, Christian Dior, like these are male designers. These are male names on these big name brands, right? Um, so I'm thinking inside of my head, how many of these outfits, uh, runway show like items are actually being created by women and i know a good amount of them are but there's a good amount of them that are also just men right um so yeah i don't really know uh it's hard to just change what people want um but i feel like maybe we can actually start having conversations about where that line is like you were talking about and just be more open about what those lines are um like i feel like it's become almost too it's become normalized it's in jokes it's in just everyday like someone can literally say yo i'm into freaking little like like shorter girls that speak kind of high-pitched or whatever and like five whatever right like i'm into that and like they can just say it so openly people are like yeah that's sick bro or just i don't know just the weirdest stuff like like i have a lot of beef with the anime community because those guys are a bunch of weirdos <laughs> some of those guys they're do you know what a waifu is no it's like uh ah oh man okay let me urban dictionary this because i don't know how to explain it waifu meaning uh okay so is a term for a fictional character usually an anime or uh, related media that someone has great or sometimes romantic affection for right so you're a little cartoon crush yeah exactly exactly so 
a lot of people's waifus are like like children essentially yes like they're high school girls inside of some anime bro and i was having a a conversation with one of my boys shout out praise um and i was talking to him because we both watch anime i was talking to him like yo once i graduate bro i gotta chill out on the high school animes and he's like yo i actually never thought about that like it was okay because i'm in high school so i can watch a lot of those and the different romances or whatever and i can be i can be uh I can be cheering for one of like one of the girls and I'm like yo she better freaking win this guy or something right but as I grow up it's like I'm in university now what am I watching high school animes for right it's just it's just kind of like I have the self-awareness to ask myself that question but a lot of guys are in like they're almost hitting <laughs> 30 bro they're almost clocking in at 30 and they're still watching these high school kids do stuff and they're like and they sexualize these like characters that are high schoolers right i even felt weird inside of grade 12 watching some of these because like i can't relate with it anymore like some of these like they're seeing their ages some of their middle school freaking 15 16 right and i never like was on that side of like yo like sexualizing some animated character because it's like i'm not an idiot or a freaking incel but <laughs> not some freaking degenerate i just watch it because it's a good writing but even then i'm like yo i'm really watching like a bunch of 15 year olds figure out their life problems like that's weird like and i was in grade 12 imagine now i'm in university how am i gonna you know and most of these 15 year olds look 10 yeah and they even look yeah exactly that's a very they look younger than their actual age and people are sexualizing it and like getting on twitter like yo I loved this outfit or whatever. They got like, do you know what a beach episode is? No. So almost every single anime like has, not every single, but a good amount of high school animes like Slice of Life. You know what that is, right? Holy crap. It's like, uh, it's your, it's kind of what sitcoms are, right? Like Slice of Life, you see just everyday life and they like go to the grocery store and they just do different things and sometimes it gets kind of deep and they talk about their struggles or whatever but you're kind of just seeing it's a slice of everyday life, right? So a lot of Slice of Life's have beach episodes where they go to the beach, you know? And you know what what you do at the beach, bro? You wear your bikini, you wear your swim gear, you're going crazy, right? And a lot of animes are very prone to give one high school girls impossible proportions. That's yeah. one. And to these beach episodes, they do something called fan service. Do you know what that is? No. Fan service is where you kind of give a little, a little camera shot, a little, a little, a little camera shot of a little. Let's just say you get some really good angles. Yeah. They give you some premium angles. Never like anything like explicit or else that would be just porn, right? But it's like you get you get a little like a little <laughs> sneak peek, a little OnlyFans clip, you feel me? And like those episodes sometimes I'd be skipping because I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is <laughs> Dude, this is almost illegal. Oh my god. And some guy bro, beach episodes come on bro and you see view rate just skyrocket. Like like so all to say is that like for a good part of our society and especially our first world society like we 
we are too open about some really messed up stuff. Because I've watched a little bit of anime here and there, mm-hmm. but like that one that you <laughs> that you suggested to me. I didn't suggest that. Let's just get the record clear, bro. That was. <laughs> was it Mo? Was that? that was either Mo or Kai. It was Mo. It, it was might Mo. have been Mo because that, that was. I freaking told you that to scarred me that. for life. I don't know no. why you watched it. I literally told you, dude, I'll watch it. That was a child. For everybody who's listening, um, go watch Boku no Pico, bro. <laughs> Nightmares! I still have nightmares. Jesus! Don't freaking watch it, and you did. I was like, okay, well, that's game. Because like, I completely understand why femininity is attractive. Because, like, the more feminine you are, it it just suggests that you're caring and you're kind and you're Mm -hmm. sweet. But then, when you put that, because that's what most men want—they want women who are kind and sweet. Mm -hmm. But so when you compare that to a woman in the workplace who has to like have authority just yeah. a lot more it's like a big like almost like it's like a shock like yeah. that's not what women are supposed to be it's like, like it's, that's not what we want that's not what you're supposed to be and it's yeah. like offensive mm. but that's that's a good word to use yeah. yeah but at the end of the day they need to have authority mm-hmm. so you can't undermine their authority just because of your perceptions of what women should be mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's a good point that's a that's a great way to kind of close this off it's like um yeah we have to change the expect like at least i don't know about women but i know for men we definitely do need to change that perception of women there's um there's like i i i'm not again i'm not perfect like there are times where a girl's just nice I'm like, yo, am I about to, <laughs> am I about to put on the money moves right now? And it's like, you have to remind yourself, like, yo, maybe she just has really good manners. Maybe she's just a nice person, right? And I know that that's somewhat true on the other side as well. I can't speak for women, but I will say that, yeah, like, that idea that, like, yo, women have to dress like this. Women have to look like this. Women have to act like this. I feel like all those different things... Of course, fashion is a business, so they suck it right up. And they're like, oh, we don't have to look like this. <laughs> Here you go. Right. And yeah, like it's hard to say because um, is is fashion perpetuated by women? Is it perpetuated by men? I think it's just everyone's problem and something that we all need to work on. Um, and I think it's imp- like I I know for myself I need to go do my research of what those male erogenous zones are um, so that I can avoid perpetuating anything with my own brand. So Michelle, is there any kind of last remarks, uh, anything that the listeners can take away from this? Just just look within yourself and don't overly sexualize your coworkers mm. just because they have authority. Mm. that's it yeah like like it's important for i like i say we talk to men because bro it's mostly men gonna be listening to this and so on because we do it too though sure okay so then we'll talk to everybody just everybody should look within themselves and find what those preferences are and whether they're problematic or not yeah yeah Mm. all right that's fire those are straight bars i can I can drink to that. Too bad I don't drink. So, (laughs) 
But no, that's that's fire. That's deep. You guys heard it from her. Um, as for me, bro, nothing. Because Michelle's closing it today. So, hope you guys liked the episode. Maybe you learned something. Maybe you didn't. And if you didn't, screw you, man. <laughs> but, you know, it was fun. It was nice having you here, Michelle. Um, go, go hit her up, guys, on Instagram. It's... Uh, yo, you're freaking... Wait, okay. <laughs> it's Michelle James. I'll also put it inside of the bio. Um, yeah, it was nice having you, Michelle. Oh, sh- oh shoot, you hear that? No. You hear that? No, you do hear it, bro. That's the sound of them cooking the fish that we just caught and making them into fish tacos. So now it we it's time to go friggin' eat or whatever, and then you can catch your flights back to Earth or whatever, bro. It's been fun. It's been real. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell someone that you love them because that's important. Right, Michelle? Yeah. Very important. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and we'll see you guys <laughs> on the next one. Peace. <laughs>